0: Welcome to the podcast Arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar Peoples Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching.
1: Thank you for the gift of life. Lord we want to thank you especially for the gift of Jesus, thank you for redemption, thank you for buyback, thank you, thank you, thank you, you laid your life down, you purchased us with your blood, you brought us to your family, we now carry your DNA we are partakers of your kingdom we are royal people we are holy nation we are peculiar oh we have been called out of darkness into the marvelous light of god we celebrate jesus one more time we honor you we appreciate you you are god indeed none can be compared with you you are a responsible Father. You are a good father, you are awesome, you are God all by yourself, you don't need any man to be God, you reign from ever and ever and ever, the Bible says of the increase of your own kingdom, there shall be no end, we worship you Jesus, we exalt you Jesus, we adore you Jesus, we celebrate you Jesus, Lord this morning we pray oh God, it is our desire to know you, It is our desire to see. You said you will open our eyes, then we will behold wonderful things out of your law. We pray as we look into the perfect law of liberty. May we see, may we know the intent of the heart of the Father. In the name of Jesus, I hide myself behind the cross this morning. I pray that I will decrease and Jesus will increase. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' exalted name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, church. And to all our online viewers, God bless you in the name of Jesus. Good morning. I want to appreciate God for your life, for my life. And I want to thank my Father in the Lord. Pastor Shaba. thank you so much for this privilege. I'm not taking it for granted. And I pray that the Lord will speak his word to our heart this morning. In the name of Jesus, I'll be speaking quickly on a topic titled Divine Insight. That is the theme of the month. And the Lord is teaching me a few things. And he has placed it in my heart to share with you. Hallelujah. Open your Bible with me quickly to 1 Corinthians chapter 8. First Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 and 2. I'll run as fast as I can. The Lord grant us grace in Jesus' name. The Bible says, now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. I'll jump to verse 2. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. In this scripture, God acknowledged that you have knowledge. Hallelujah. God acknowledged that we have knowledge. Paul was right. He says concerning issue, if you look at it, when they bring a topic now and they say uh, on so, so, so matter, you see our hands up and we will contribute beautifully. Hallelujah. So concerning things, spiritual things, you have knowledge. But the Bible says if any man now think that he knows anything, he doesn't know as much as he ought to know. Have you ever failed an exam? I failed once in my life an exam. I did that exam, I think 2016, May, professional medical exam, and I didn't pass it. I didn't pass it not because I don't know anything, but I don't know enough to pass it. So the fact that you fail something does not mean you don't know at all. It's just you don't know enough. Have you seen an exam that they say, you need at least 60% and you get 58? I'm like, oh my God. And no matter how much you speak in tongues, that is it. 58, oh my God. So that result came that day, and I saw 101. And you know the funny part? I actually saw 101 in my dream. And I was dancing, 101, you know Nigeria brain. I thought 101%, I pass everything. And I was rejoicing in that dream. And my hand was held and said, not yet. I'm like, I just thank God. But the result came, I got 101. You know what, cutoff was 120. Nine months, I didn't know enough. And I cried $1,000 I I worked $1,000 time, energy, everything. So when you don't make some progress, it's not because you don't have at all. It's because you don't know enough. This morning, the Lord is challenging you to come deeper, to come more, to press more. Hallelujah. Insight is the capacity to gain deep knowledge, accurate knowledge, deeper than you have known before. We all are parents, you know. They say every mother is a medical doctor. When that boy is running temperature, you know enough. Like, you know a little bit. Or maybe he's cheating. Maybe this. Maybe ten and all. Maybe Advil. At, at a point when your capacity is that then you go to ER, right? It's not because you don't know at all, but you don't know enough on that subject matter. Having light is not what guarantees dominion, but having enough light. Imagine if they switch off all the lights now. And I just strike a matchstick. It's lighter. How well will it light this place? So thank God for the month of light and glory. I want you to know that you will need a flood of it. The more you know, the more you gain command over that issue. The more you know, the more you are at peace. The more you speak with authority. God is calling you to deeper knowledge. Hallelujah. Insight is what empowers us the more your understanding over a matter the more you are in command i want you to look at what jesus said in luke chapter 19 verse 41 and 42 jesus speaking jesus actually wept luke chapter 19 quickly open your bible there chapter 19 verse 41 and when he was come near he beheld the city and wept over it jesus weeping over jerusalem saying if thou hast known, evil, if thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things that belong unto thy peace, but now they are eating from your eyes. Jesus wept and said, "If only you know, if only you make considerable progress to understand the things that belong to you, you won't be there." Jesus wept. Another thing I want to say this morning, that insights cannot be imparted. So pastor cannot pray it on me. It has to be acquired. You know what I mean? Imagine if you want to become a medical doctor or you come to me and say, I do x-rays, but I never got knowledge. I did not know about it. Like I didn't study. I only read some things in Google. But bring your child. I will treat. No matter how much you love me, you'll be like, no, sister, Debbie, no. Let's go to the person that knows. So insight cannot be impacted. It has to be acquired. I love the ministry of prayer. I love it so much. But sometimes it's not the reason for laziness or not being responsible. Hallelujah. Sometimes we actually, uh, I don't know the right word to use. Sometimes we actually abuse that ministry. We pray so much, which is good. But we are not asking. Look at Jeremiah 33, 3. The Lord himself spoke. He says, call unto me and I will answer you. Now, the way I will answer. Then, when I answer you, what will I do? I will show you great and mighty things. I will open your eyes. You will behold in my word. You will understand where to go. You will pray in the place of prayer. But as you are praying, your eyes will be open. As you are praying, I will make you see, so you won't just pray, pray, pray without knowledge. No wonder the Bible says God Himself, says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge." The devil is not our major problem; ignorance it is. Jesus has died. The devil is not my major problem. Not wanting to know, not wanting to apply myself, not seeking after knowledge, not getting enough over that subject matter is the concern. Thing have you known about prayer? Is it just what you were told and thought? How many things do I know about the gift of the Spirit? About financial, you know, advancements in the kingdom? Tell me those topics about Holy Ghost baptism. What do you know? I mean the Jesus you know, not the Jesus that you were told. Will you sit down this month and say, Lord, may I know you. May I know Jesus. May he become the Jesus that I know. The 30 minutes on Sunday morning, 45 minutes Bible study, I'm sorry, will not give you insight. It will only give you, it's like an appetizer. It only whets your appetite. So if you leave this place and say hallelujah and you close your Bible, you are not ready to know. Then I'm not ready to be in command over that subject matter. How much do you know? God himself cannot help us beyond our knowledge of him if you need deep knowledge over anything, it is time to sit down. It is time to sit down and know. The class you are, the, the profession you are practicing, you took some time to learn and know. How come the kingdom you belong to? You don't really know. If they say it is this, it is it. If they say it is that one, it is it. As a matter of fact, I love my pastor. Anything he says, Where will I knowing Jesus. Abraham had an experience. He knew God for himself. Moses was called in the book of of Exodus. And he got to a point, God told him, I will let you know. Say, Lord, I can't speak. Say, By my name I am. I will reveal Jesus to you. What Jesus do you know? How much of Jesus do you know? How much do you know? It is not only in that guarantee intervention. Like I said earlier, intercession is good, but you need revelation. You need to pray to the point of knowing. Let me show you two examples in the Bible. People, if I said, uh, you know, I'm a children teacher, so I love it the way we do in children class. If you ask the children and say, who said this in the Bible, that I may know him? Everybody would raise up their hand and say, Paul, Paul, Paul. It was interesting when I found out that that word, a man of God used it once in the Old Testament, that I may know him. Do you know that man? Paul is the only one that says, Oh, he says that I may know him. Open your Bible with me to Exodus chapter 33. Moses first prayed that prayer. The Moses you and I know. Exodus chapter 33, verse 13. I'll start from verse 11. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speak to his friend. This is a man that is a voice in Egypt. As far as the 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 Israelites are concerned, he's their hero. So the Pharaoh and the magician is a terror. It's like Pharaoh here, you know. At a point, he got to a point and said, you know, just go. He actually thrust them out. So this man, to a good extent, you will believe, know the Lord, right? He did a lot of miracles. You just need to point that rod. Water with gentle blood. And great and great things. Look at it. The Bible says the Lord was speaking to him face to face. And he turned again into the camp. But the servant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Verse 12. And Moses said unto the Lord, see that thou said unto me, bring up those people. And thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send. Yet thou hast said, I have known thee by thy name. And thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I find grace in your sight, show me the way that I may know thee. You know, someone like me will say, what else do you want to know? The burning bush experience you have not known. No, you not. You put your hand in your pocket, you brought it out, it was leprous, you put it back, it's healed, you don't know. You say, Lord, there's still greater dimension of you. I will know more than I have known. <laughs> will you be hungry for God? Will you live with baby Christian and stop walking in circle without making progress? Will you have a deep desire to know Jesus? This man, like seriously, after passing the Red Sea, after waking up in the morning and all the firstborn were dead, a terror to, to Pharaoh in his two eyes. Say, but Lord, you know what? That I will know you. There is more, the, the more I know you, the more I want to see know deep insights. Says that I may know you, that I may find grace in your side." consider this nation is thy people. Some of us will be like, you know what? What a great encounter. To just demonstrate the beat of Moses' experience. It's more than enough. What more do I need to know? But Moses said, and I may know him. Look at the other man that we know very well, Paul. Look at your Bible, Philippians chapter 3. Another man that you think that should be satisfied. Another man that you think. Let me tell you a little bit that I know about Paul. This is a man that nobody preached to. At least when I gave my life to Christ, I remember Pastor W.F. Kumuye preaching, and I came out to give my life to Jesus. This one is like, for the very first day of conversion, he had conversation with God. Who are you that I persecute you? And he says, I am Lord. This man, from the very first day of his conversion, he started the ministry of prayer and fasting. Remember, he fasted for three days. Went to the house of Ananias. This man... From the very first day on the way of Damascus, miracle happened. Remember, his blind eyes got open. Okay? This man, handkerchiefs, aprons were taken. You know, different encounters. So you will think that, to me, it's like he even knows the Lord much more than the other disciples that will follow Jesus today and go back fishing and and be denying him up and down. To me, you will think that Paul knows the Lord. Jesus himself is the one that spoke to him says, why are you persecuting him? And he came to the Lord. Jesus gave him details. Go this way to the Ananias in so-so-so streets. The experience was different from Peter that was trying to catch fish. But look at him in Philippians chapter 3. And verse 8, somewhere there. Yet doubtless, and I count all things but loss, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but donk. That I may win Christ. All these things that is big to you, to me. Paul said, no, they are nothing. He said, no, I have not found anything. And be found in him. Not having my own righteousness. Let's jump to verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Didn't Paul now know beyond the God on the way to Damascus? He sure did. But you would think that that is the march, I want to plead with you this month, yes, let's come to the Bible study, come for our services, take the open heaven, but sit down on if at least just a topic, if it's just one. I attended one class one day, it's called Out of Box Parenting, by for Owe. and he just threw a question to the few of us that he was mentoring, and he said, who thought you parenting? Which book did you read before it started? You know, sometimes we just do some things religiously. You have finished university and they look at it and kill like, now, like go and marry. You didn't read any book on marriage, oh you no seminar, no understanding, nothing. And we begin to cause headache for, for the body of Christ. Then the next thing is that you have been married two, three years. We have a baby. Without understanding. Okay? And problem begin to back upon problem. No knowledge. No knowledge. And like I used to tell young adults, what makes me know that knowledge is important? You just see somebody put face cap put, and just be doing gang, 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 and say, doctor, you know what? I'm going to do that surgery. You ask him, wait, wait, are you a doctor? You want to know. You want to be sure that that person has enough knowledge on that subject matter. But when it comes to our spiritual life, we lay it bare. Anything. You take any junk in, we take any junk out, anything goes. What is it, Anna? All other things will perish that I may know Him. I challenge you this morning that you will look for one thing, at least one subject matter, and sit upon and seek God to know. Remember, was it Philip now, or there was a man like that? The Bible talks about him in Samaria, and the whole city turned around just one man. We're talking yesterday to young adults, see 12 disciples, Tony, brought about this. Look at us, count us now. We are more than 12. We are more than the 12 disciples. There must be something with the message that we are hearing or the Christianity we are practicing in this age. I've asked myself, Lord, show me. There must be something, something is just missing that must be found. Something, because it's the same Jesus. The woman of God said yesterday, He said, if his Christianity is born to you, you found a different Jesus. You know, some people are like, ah, that's the, my church is becoming long. Ah. You have found a different, like, it's a different Jesus. Look for one subject. If it's on parenting, sit down and say that I may know. If it's on spiritual gifts, sit down and say that I may know. If it's on Holy Ghost baptism, sit down and seek insight. At least one. Look for one subject this month. And say, no, I must gain mastery over this. If it's on business, I must know this. Let's stop playing Jack of all trade. you know that's kind of. You know, some people when you begin to talk about what happened at the end of age when Jesus comes, some people like, oh, I don't even know that. I don't like anywhere, anywhere Jesus goes. Jesus like, didn't take me. Like, it's in your Bible. Is in your Bible. Is in your Bible. You, well, don't wait then, Jesus. He will take you. But read it. Know it. Know it. Because there is grace to know. Time will fail me, but I'll just share one way to know the Lord. God is ready to be found. We we'll tell children, say, you know what? God doesn't just allow him find. He's not Google. You can't Google him oh." We we'll tell it to young adults. God cannot just be found like a mere browser. Like, who is God? That's not how to find God. If you find me diligently, you, you, if you seek me diligently, you'll find. One way that I know, one guarantee way that has been helping this little Christian journey of mine, just beat by being Second Timothy, as I begin to run. Second Timothy. Divine insight. Second Timothy chapter 3. I'll read from verse 14. The Bible says, But continue down in the things which you have learned and you have been assured of. So one of the ways to know him is that the much that you have learned, at least the much that you have known, begin to become a doer. Start doing you know, it's possible to also, you know, so much has been thought, so much has been thought, and you can't really say practically between last month and this month, this new month, there's a difference in my Christian journey. We don't make progress like that. No. It doesn't happen like that. We don't grow that way. The things that you have learned and you have assured of, that's number one, start doing. Now let's look at verse 15. It says, and that from a child you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation. Sit down with the Bible. You will know him. His mind will be communicated to you. Now, may I quickly say, make sure you're not studying the Bible to remove this gift of blessed leading. I remember those days when I was on campus. If you come from your room to another room, and you come to St. Jane, and you begin to talk, talk, talk. Or St. Jane comes to me, and you begin to talk. Somebody will be like, ah, St. Jane, did you do your devotion? Because we know that as young girls, that when you are doing your devotion, there is just a difference in you. Yes, it's good. But make sure that you're not doing a ritual. You know what I mean? Make sure that it's not just for routine. So that when Pastor Missy said, and I'll say, yeah, that's true me too, I read in Jeremiah. You know, so that the conversation can flow. Make sure that there is a difference in your lifestyle. Make sure there is a shift. Sit down to see instructions. Sit down to see commands. Sit down to see what will I do that brings a difference between the brother of yesterday. Until you do that, we are not making progress. Sit down with the Holy Scripture. The Bible says He's able to make you wise. Look at verse 16. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. You must be able to say, say, yes, I think that's true. I'm making progress. I notice I don't get angry as I used to. I'm making progress. I notice I cannot study my word. I'm making progress. I notice that when things happen, it doesn't affect me. I notice I'll add this one. Hmm. I notice I don't lie on the spot. You know, some things. They just ask, hey, why you home yesterday? I know. Oh, <laughs> the of God, like, the irony, it just becomes. No! The word of God brings reproof, correction. The only spirit will keep telling you, ironic. That's a lie. I said it once on this altar that a sister called me once from Abu Dhabi and spoke and spoke and I enjoyed that conversation. I said, God bless you, you are doing great. Go to bed, it's late at your end. Then she dropped the phone. But no. she called back. I'm like, ah, you didn't sleep? She said, those things I said, I was humbled. I'm like, eh. She said, yes, I lied. And the moment I went to bed, the Holy Spirit won't let me. When she dropped that in, my heart smoked me. I'm like, ah, my heart smoked me. See how many Christians would do this. From that place to this place, I may not even see her again. I don't know. It's a church I've left for almost 10, 8 years. So she doesn't have to say, make progress, brethren. The word of God is for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Look at verse 17 insight: That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto good work. That is the point God is taking you to. I challenge you this morning that you submit yourself to be changed by the word. Put to death those things that does not conform to God. Those things that are ready to disgrace you. That bring shame to the cross of Jesus. Put two down. In a book, nobody's seen it, don't worry. Put two down. I said, these two must not go to, with me to John. Every knowledge I need to gain to nail to this, this to the cross must be. Put two down. Desire deeper understanding of his person. Deeper, deeper understanding. Stop going about as if you know enough. Remember the scripture we read in First Corinthians where we started. It's not that you don't know at all, but we don't know enough. Let's bow our heads to pray. It is my desire to know you, Lord. I don't know about you. Hunger for you. If Moses, a terror to Pharaoh could say that I may know you. If Moses, hero to these Israelites, could desire to know God. If Moses, the man that parted the right sea, the Bible says he was speaking face to face with God, could say, acts and say, Lord, more, more, more. How hungry are you? How much do you want God to change you? Hebrews chapter 6, the Bible says, let's leave those foundations. Let's move on to perfection. We can't keep laying the same foundation over and over. This month, Lord, I pray, may there be a craving in me, desire. Nobody sees me. Nobody knows about it. May I take time to sit down and get command over issues of life.
0: We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at RCCGPPPSK, on Instagram and Twitter at RCCGPPP. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.